This episode is sponsored by ByHeart. And I feel like I need to preface what I'm going to say with this. I'm a huge advocate of breastfeeding. Anyone who knows me well knows that nursing is something I believe in. And all five of our biological children were breastfed until they were 19 to 23 months old. However, we also have fostered and adopted, and I've been so grateful for formula companies in those situations. I'm also grateful for formula companies because our last two biological children, I really struggled with my supply and did all the things, spent so much time and effort, and just was never able to produce enough for them to be able to gain weight and not be hungry. And so I was so grateful for companies like Byheart. Byheart is an infant nutrition company built from the ground up to deliver real innovation on behalf of babies and parents. Their mission is simple, make the best formula in the world. Using the latest in breast milk science, Byheart created a clinically proven, easy to digest infant formula that's made with organic, grass-fed whole milk, certified clean ingredients, and features a patented protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. They're made with certified clean ingredients. It has no soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast with code crystal for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So go to byheart.com forward slash podcast and use crystal to get your welcome offer. Amwar makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Amwar, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for new-to-use styles. Now, I mentioned on the podcast recently that I have been pregnant or breastfeeding for four and a half years, and that season of my life came to a close recently, and I was like, I forgot I can wear normal clothes again that don't need to be breastfeeding friendly or constantly changing in sizes with a postpartum body. And so now I'm left with trying to figure out, well, what do I wear? What is my style? I can't even remember. And styles have changed so much in the last few years. And so I've been having fun experimenting with different types of clothing. And I love that Amoir has allowed me to try some different styles of jeans and kind of step outside my comfort zone and figure out what I love, what works for my body type, and to not have spent money on things that I was like, "Mm, actually, this doesn't work after I wore it a few times and realized I don't really like it. And so it's been a great opportunity for me to try out some new things and help me to define my personal style. And I also love that the style quiz, the different suggestions that they gave after I took the style quiz, it was right in line with what I would want to wear. And so I have just loved this service and I would love for you to get to try it out and get a great deal. Right now, my listeners can give Amoir a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit amoir.style forward slash crystal. That is amoir.style 
A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash crystal to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Amoir today. Welcome to the Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get to where you want to go. Whether you are in your car, folding laundry, cooking, cleaning, or maybe even just enjoying a cup of coffee and a few minutes of quiet, we're so glad you're joining us today. Here's your host, wife, mother of four, foster mom, entrepreneur, and author, Crystal Payne. Welcome to another episode of the Crystal Payne Show. We have some pretty big news to share on the podcast. Now, if you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook or on moneysavingmom.com, you actually got the inside scoop on this, which we usually do it the other way around. We kind of give the inside scoop on the podcast, but just because of how timing worked out, we've already announced the big news, but on the podcast, we get to tell the story behind the big news, which we have not really gotten to fully share online. So I will let you know what the big news is. And then we're going to share what's saving our life and what books we're reading. And then we will share the story behind the big news. So if you haven't guessed, Jesse, you want to share what our big news is? We're proceeding with adopting Baby D. Which is very unexpected. And we're going to tell you why in a little bit. But first, we've had a full few weeks I went, I I always feel like there's always so much that goes on, especially because recently we've been having a guest for one show and then we'll do a show you and I together. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it'll be two weeks and there's just a lot to give It feels like we haven't really done a podcast in quite a while. It's actually only been two weeks, but it feels like there's a lot of life that's been lived in that two weeks. I went to Illinois with Catherine to speak at another Fresh Grounded Faith event and Jesse... You had an eventful 24 hours at home. You're giving me a look. I'm trying to remember what what, Well, I've I've slept since then. (laughs) You kept multiple children alive. And you didn't get a lot of sleep. It's always a success. Um, And so I knew it wasn't very good whenever you were, you texted me. I had already fallen asleep (laughs) and I woke up in the morning to two texts from you. And a phone call. One, yes, and a phone call. I forgot that. One was at maybe 1130. Probably the other one's probably about two. Yeah, something like that. And then at 4.30, it was, are you up? And I'm like, it's 4.30, dude. No, I'm asleep in a hotel room without any little people. Trying to enjoy my sleep. Uh, Right. But so you... You managed yes. and you are amazing, but I, don't know about that. I think but yes, we did I decide that we probably are not going to be doing a lot of this type of thing in the near future again, because it was quite disruptive to, I feel like both Kirsten and Baby D was just disruptive for both of them. Yeah, but especially Kirsten. She's mm-hmm. uh, she's very much a little girl of habit. Mm-hmm. And once she sets a schedule, once she sets a routine, she sticks with it. Yes. And I don't know who that reminds me of. 
Well, and it's, I would say it's not scheduled because she, no, it's definitely more routine. We have a lot of flexibility because every day is very different, but it's the routine. It's like, this is what we always do before we go to bed. Mm -hmm. This is what we always do when we wake up. This is what we do before our nap. Like, she's very much a creature of habit, which I love because I think it really helps me to strive for consistency. Mm -hmm. But when I wasn't there to do the things we always do, (laughs) yes. Um, And we decided baby D has his big cleft palate surgery coming up in two weeks. And we decided I was planning to stay at the hospital overnight with him because that's what we done last time. But we're going to probably, based upon this experience, have Jesse stay overnight at the hospital with him. And I'll come back and sleep at home with Kirsten because I think we will all sleep sleep much better. Well, I have a book that I have been reading. Um, It is called Friendship, It's Complicated. Avoid the drama, create authentic connection, authentic, authentic Authentic. connection, and fulfill your purpose together. It's by Andy Andrew, which I am not familiar with her. And I think this was just one of those books that showed up in the mail because we have a podcast and we get a lot of books, people hoping that we'll talk about them on the podcast. And this grabbed my attention and I set it on my short shelf of, I guess, books that I want to read as soon as possible, just because I have struggled with friendship issues in the past. And it's something that I feel like I really want to develop and be intentional with. And I know it's an area in my life that has in the past been an area of weakness. And I've been working to become for it to become an area of more strength in my life. And there's been a lot of progress in the last few years. But this book, it surprised me. It starts out going really deep. And this woman is just super honest about her struggles. She talks about the woman wound right from the get-go and just kind of gets to the root of where stuff comes from. And I, mm. I've read other books on friendship where I feel like it's you can kind of read it and think, well, that's great. I wish I could figure out how to have those kinds of friendships. I'm glad that you have developed such lifelong friends that you've had since you were in you know, third grade or whatever. I was homeschooled. So I don't have those friends from grade school that I went to school with who were the same age as me or my friends from high school or friends from college. Your, that are not your family. <laughs> yes, my family. But other than, you know, non-blood relationships, that sounded weird. Non-family relationships, um, you know, I I haven't been able to relate as much to books that kind of have that. So mm-hmm. this, I'm only a little bit of the way in, but it has already been so convicting. And the other thing that I've found really interesting is she talked about your relationship with your mom and how that can affect your relationship with other women. And it's made me think a lot of how I'm interacting with our girls and how our interactions can set them up for failure or success in relationships in the future. And it was just some really profound stuff. So again, that's friendship. It's complicated by Andy Andrew, and we will put a link to it in the show notes. And like I said, I'm only a little ways in, so maybe halfway through the book, I'll be like, no, I don't agree with a lot of it. I don't know. But Mm -hmm. so far, it's been really fantastic. And Andy is A-N-D-I. Yes, A-N-D-I. What about for you, Jesse? I am continuing on listening to uh, the audiobook series uh, from Brad Taylor. Pike Logan is the name of his main character, and it's been a lot of fun listening to his series. Um, 
and this one in particular uh, starts out the main character is now going after a group of uh, probably some Irish terrorists that have kidnapped a number of uh, servicemen and women and actually some other individuals as well that have ties to people in the federal government. So we'll see where it goes. I don't know. It's um, I've been doing a lot of driving, so I've been doing a lot of listening. So, And I love that you have gotten so into audiobooks. I think that it's a great way to use your drive time. And I talk to mm-hmm. so many moms who will say, I don't have time to, to read books. And I just encourage you, you probably do have a few spaces of time to read a few pages of the book every day, which a lot of days that's all I get in. But there are other spaces in the day when you're driving or when you're cooking or cleaning mm-hmm. Or working on other things, like I find there are certain kinds of business tasks that I can do that I can also listen to something. So look for those little pockets of time and check out Libby and Hoopla, like we've talked about over and over again on the show, and download some audiobooks. And hopefully the books that we share give you some inspiration for some ideas of things that you can listen to. And honestly, it kind of reminds me of what, there was a book that we had read, unless I had read a long time ago, and it talked about layering habits and reading was definitely one of those that I included in, in applying that lesson of, can I do something while I'm doing something else that will help push me forward? And, and like I said, the audiobooks was, that was one thing that, um, because I really wanted to be reading. And then for the longest time I had difficulty reading and finishing something that I started and audiobooks kind of helped me get over that hump. When I think about, even if you feel like, well, I don't have any habits, you do have habits. You probably brush your teeth every day. At least I hope you do. (laughs) Or or four times a day, like some people. (laughs) You probably, maybe you make a cup of coffee or a cup of water to drink every morning, or you, you know, at night wash your face or put on makeup or something. You You have these habits that you might not realize are in your day. And maybe that can be that reminder to turn on an audiobook, even if it's just for five minutes. Five minutes, especially if you're listening at two times speed, you can get through a book. Might take you two months, but a little bit every single day can add up over time. And I love how books just challenge you to see the world in a different light. They challenge you to learn new things, to think of things in a different way, and to just stimulate your mind. And especially if you're one who, like me, you can your mind can start spinning into places that aren't really healthy. An audiobook that is speaking truth or just a good good story that you can kind of get um, caught up in that can help you to keep your brain from going to spaces of worry or stress. Mm-hmm. I have no segue for this. <laughs> I was trying to come yeah, up with one. How are you going to move forward? But I was going to share what's saving our life this week, and that is Yum Earth Suckers. So years ago, there used to be these great deals on these huge bags of Yum Earth Suckers, and we posted them on the blog. And so I bought a few of them, and our three older kids who were much younger at the time were big fans of them. And then I'd forgotten about them because the kids got older. Well, recently I was at Ross and it just so happened to be the weekend that we were also 
at a baseball tournament. And so we were out of town at a baseball tournament. We had run by Ross. It's just a discount store. They have lots of name brand things that are overstocked that are on discount. And I was getting ready to go check out because I had just picked up a few things that I needed to get. And there was this bag of yum earth suckers. And all of a sudden it took me back to when our three older kids were much younger and just remembering how much they enjoyed those. Well, we were at a baseball tournament too. And I'm thinking, ding, 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 ding. This would be a really great thing to buy (laughs) to help Kirsten to be able to sit through hours of baseball. So I picked them up and we have all, well, Jesse, I don't know if you've had any, but all the kids have really enjoyed them. And it was a big winner for Kirsten too, because Not only are they made with more natural stuff, so they don't have any food coloring in them, so you can feel a little bit better about your child sitting there and having four suckers. (laughs) You guys shouldn't admit that. But who's counting? But suckers are a great way to keep a child (laughs) occupied for quite a long time. So she would just sit there and suck on her sucker and watch baseball. And we went through, I think, at least four suckers. And (laughs) it bought us a lot of time, a lot of quietness, and she was really happy. So if you haven't tried them out before, We love them, and I think we'll probably be buying quite a bit more of them now that I was reintroduced to them. We want to share the story, unexpected story of us pursuing adoption. We know obviously it's foster care, so things can always change, and we have to always put that caveat. But at this point, we are in the process of adopting him. And That was not something that was on our radar. In fact, um, I think it was six weeks ago um, was when this all came about. And the four months leading up to that six weeks ago, Mark, we were actually preparing our hearts to say goodbye. There was another family who had come forward early on after we had started fostering him who was very open to adopting him. And it just felt like everything that we had hoped for him, everything that we desired for his future, everything that we felt like, you know, if we were to pick the perfect family mm-hmm. to adopt him, because we were 99.9% sure that his case was going to lead to adoption. This was everything that we could have hoped for and more. And so for four months, we had prepared our hearts for him eventually transitioning to this family. And um, there were a lot of mixed emotions with that. Um, I felt us falling so in love with him, and yet I saw it as such an honor to get to serve as the in-between. And I feel like, you know, with Champ getting to walk that journey and then see him reunified with his mom, there was, even though there was a lot of heartbreak, there was also a lot of fulfillment in that as well. And so that was really our heart and our hope for this. And as it was getting closer to when we knew that things were going to be moving forward, you know, we just started talking and praying about what is this going to look like and how do we advocate for the best transition for him? And so we started praying about that, having conversations, having conversations with his doctors and then with DCS. And we had put together this transition plan and They'd all signed off on it. And then that very same week that we thought we were going to be starting the transition, this family um, just really started having some second thoughts and 
reconsidering and just feeling like maybe this wasn't the direction that God was leading them. And so this is their story to share. So we're not going to share details of that, but I will say we just see God's hand in it Mm -hmm. so much. And we see how those four months we fell in love with him so much. We got to know him and learn how to care for him and just really develop this deep bond and attachment with him without having to worry about his future because it was kind of like this, that's all taken care of. So we can just love him fully in this moment. And I think a lot of times with foster care, you have that that tension and that stress of kind of like, what's the future going to be? And we just had this piece of like, it looked like this beautiful plan that God had laid out and we were so on board with it. Yeah. Um, that four months, it was really um, a freeing time in a way that allowed us to love well with in, in, a, in a manner that we didn't have to worry about, oh, um, you know, what's going to happen to happen to him in the future. And it gave us the ability to just to love him where he was at, at that time. And in the process, it really, he really started wrapping his hands around our hearts, really, not just around our fingers. I think one of the really cool things, though, is that we hadn't, you know, adoption wasn't on the table for us because we were preparing our hearts that it was for this other family. And then when it became a possibility, just how God had worked in all of our hearts to prepare our hearts for this. And and this other family actually said to us, you know, they really saw that we were developing such a strong bond with him. And I think they were starting to feel this, maybe God was calling us to adopt him. And they were the ones that kind of first put that Mm -hmm. out there. And we just spent some time really talking about that and praying about that and then just feeling like, okay, we really feel this peace that this is something we need to seriously consider as a family and talk about the ramifications of what this means. Mm -hmm. Because when you're adopting a child, there are so many things to think about just of the trauma and loss that is going to be involved for this child and also, you know, playing it out over the future, you know, are we going to be able to be the support that they're going to need to process through that? But then you throw in the additional layer of the special needs Mm -hmm. and us having enough knowledge of what we had experienced over the last seven months to kind of realize that it was a big responsibility that we would be taking on. But then also with Down syndrome, knowing that it's for the rest of his life. Right. It's not something like cleft lip, cleft palate. It's the kind of thing there's going to be a lot of surgeries and a lot of doctor's visits and a lot of complications potentially that could be around that diagnosis. But as a child gets older, typically they're going to kind of be more and more able to live a normal life, to learn to eat and talk and function Whereas Down syndrome, there are just so many question marks and so many unknowns. And I am a part of a group of moms who have children with Down syndrome and a number of them have children who are adults who have Down syndrome. And so the last seven months, I've gotten a little peek into the window of what this might look like and 
what the responsibility would be and what we would actually be taking on. And it's not just until they're 18 and then they go off to college and mm-hmm. move on and go with their life. You know, they might need caretaking for the rest of their life. And so we really had to process through with our kids what this meant for them and thinking of him as a 10 year old and a 20 year old and a 40 year old and 60 year old and what that would mean. And so I think that this is one of those things where you can't just look at a little child who's so adorable and cute. And yes, they have some medical complexities, but you really have to play it out long-term. I think that's what's best for everyone involved. And so it was a lot to process through, especially when we had been preparing our hearts for goodbye mm-hmm. and what the next step, the next chapter of our foster care journey was going to be. And so then it was like this mental and emotional whiplash is the best way to describe it of then going to, wait, what would it look like to say yes to forever? But God just opened up each of our hearts in such a very clear way that every single one of us individually and together had such strong peace. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't all at once either. Mm-mm. It was like dominoes falling. Yes. And that's what really, I'm honestly, I was one of the last ones, but I was holding out to see how everybody else would address it. Oh, now you tell me? I didn't know you were holding out. I wasn't necessarily holding out, but holding out saying anything to you. Just, you know, it was such an exercise in patience for me. And because if, if y'all, if you listen to the podcast at all, you know that I am a very quick decision maker. And, and I'm not. <laughs> and so this was so good for me because I knew that this is not a decision that you can make right. quickly. And especially for people in our family who are slower processors, I needed to give space. You did a great job. And that was by the grace of God because I, you know, I don't like things to just be in limbo. I don't like to not know. But I also knew this was a this was a decision that would be for the rest of our lives, probably. Mm-hmm. And so we needed to make it with a lot of prayer and thought and intention and conversations. But it was just really cool for me. Very quickly, I was 150% yes. Like that was, I just knew. And in fact, um, Katie Reed, she had come on the podcast and the day that she came to our home to record her podcast with me was actually the same day that we found out that adoption was a possibility. And I sat down with her and I just asked her because she's an adoptive mama and I asked her a few questions, but I remember that she looked at me and she said, does he feel like your son? And I knew instinctively, yes. Absolutely. I have, you know, advocated for him. I have fought for him. I have just walked with him through some really hard things. And my heart is so bonded to him. And I'm just so grateful for her wisdom and for God just putting her in our home that day and having her ask that question. And so I just, I was 150% yes. This was yes for me. And then just seeing God work in the hearts of everyone in our home in their own way, in their own time to just also have that confirmation and that feeling of 150% yes. So we'll keep you posted. It will probably be six months or so based upon what we've heard and how things are going right now. It's a little bit slow uh, because of 
there's a lot of backlog due to COVID. So we don't have a date for when adoption will happen. And there's a number of things that need to happen before we will get a date. But we are excited for how God is working, what God is doing, and what the future holds. And we're just really, really grateful. We had no idea when we opened our door in the middle of the night um, back in March that it was the first night of forever. As always, if you have any question on any topic you'd love for Jesse and I to answer in a future episode, or you just have feedback or suggestions, or you'd love for us to change something or do something different, we love to hear from you. We love your emails. And so you can send an email to crystal at moneysavingmom.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the Crystal Pain Show. Have a great week. And remember, you can't always choose your circumstances, but you can always choose your attitude. Thank you for joining us today. For more great resources, please visit crystalpain.com.